serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing high. was strong but you needed proof you saw her bathing on the roof her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you she tied you to a kitchen chair she broke your throat and she cut your hair and from your lips she drew God above all I've ever learned from love was how to shoot somebody who I drew yeah. it's not a cry that you hear at night it's not somebody who's seen the light it's a cold and it's a broken
Fuckers, and welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So we're waiting for Miss Vera uh, to come back in. She was in the green room. Yeah. She stepped out. It looked like her camera wasn't working, and yes. so she popped out, so I'm waiting for her to come back. Um, very excited to have Miss Vera Sharav on today. I watched the first uh, part of her documentary. It's a five-part documentary series. The second part, actually, uh, just released this afternoon today about eight minutes ago so i haven't been able to watch the second part yet obviously well shoot we might be able to watch those on sunday we we could actually watch those on sunday yeah. actually um by sunday there might be all five of them out yeah we might be able to play them back to back to back to back to back mm-hmm. yeah that would sound like a good idea sunday true conspiracy show that that could be a good one or we might do it in over two sundays uh buckley they're an hour and a half each so um you're talking about um I, I know what band you're talking about too. Um fuck. I, I, I know the guy's name too. I can see his face sitting in front of me. The blind um band from Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't know his name. He he's a big he's actually big in the classic rock world. Um I don't know if he ever did. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jeff Healy. There you go. That's the one I was I knew it was a Jeff something too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Jeff Healy. You're right. And, uh, I don't know if he ever did a version of that song. That's a, I wonder about that because he would have done a really good fucking version of that song. I think, yeah. Personally. I mean, it's a great song, but so as we wait, we're going to okay. play this 36 seconds is this, uh, this is the intro, the teaser to the, uh, her documentary that just came out today. Yeah, or yesterday. So we'll watch it right now. Let's mm-hmm. see what, what I think. During the night, a submarine torpedoed the boat with all the children. None of the children survived. And I thought to myself, I was right not to obey. That's a lesson that I think has kind of made who I am. See, and, and talk, talk about like the ultimate backstory. Mm-hmm. She has no way of being canceled. So, and here, because I did, I mean, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing for you, but um, her story. So uh, she wasn't in one of the death camps. She was kind of in one of the in-between camps and her dad died. She was with her mom and um, her mom somehow got word that they were doing a rescue mission for orphans. And so she she put her daughter's name on the list as an orphan. And um, they got to these boats 
and this one boat for the orphan children, she absolutely refused to get on. She said, nope, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. But she, she threw an absolute temper tantrum. She was like four years old, five years old, threw a temper tantrum, um, wouldn't do it, refused to get on the boat. She'd another, met another family on the train going to the boats and she wanted to stay with them. She liked them. She was not getting on this boat. Something told her not to do it. She wasn't doing it. And they, these, the people that were rescuing them, like she just, she sat on the edge that I'm not getting on that boat. And they let her get on the other boat with the family. And that boat with the kids got torpedoed that night. And after that, she said, um, I, I never doubted myself, never doubted my instinct when, you know, something told me to do something or not to do something, I, I do it or I don't do it. That's it. So, because that's God telling you. Yeah. She just learned that when she was really young and it saved her life. So, yes. Ultimately. Anyway. Um, and there was another, if you want to play that real quick, because there is a part of there in there too that talks about how um, the the major corporations that were a big part of basically all the behind the Holocaust, if it weren't for all of these corporations that helped the Nazis, it wouldn't have happened. Um, and I saw this the other day, yesterday, uh, randomly, and it was interesting because is it the same one? Hmm. No, this is the healing web. Huh. Okay, that might not be it then. The fuck is a mouse? Jesus. I hate that. Oh yeah, but some of the bad companies are are listed on the side on the, the right. side of that. Let's just take a look at it. Anyway. Shush. Come check. Come check this, guys. Healing web part one, starting in the upper left hand corner. We're going to begin our search by focusing on these names, Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and Rockefeller. In the 1930s, they effectively bought up all the universities and the medical industry. They controlled the WHO, the Red Cross, the USDA, the EPA, and the FDA. All these different government agencies are designed to keep us unhealthy. They're not designed to keep us healthy. Let's go over to Planned Parenthood right eugenics julian huxley and parent parenthood what do they all have in common guys look into the founder of this organization okay sterilization why caudaceous the staff of hermes this is the medical symbol right you see this in hospitals he is the god of trade trickery and thieves the department of defense why are they in charge of the cdc and the national institute of health and what is agenda 21 things that make you go hmm research guys research Those companies they listed that, in the beginning. That's all stuff we kind of No, I know. But those companies that they listed in the beginning yeah. are the same companies that were behind the Holocaust. Yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. They took over our healthcare in the 30s. And then they started. Went to Germany. They went to Germany. And figured out how to run healthcare. And they stayed here. Well, I hope this fair is going to come on. Me too. Hold on. I'm going to email her directly here. Hmm. So you know how I uh, I hate it when I'm right. Mm -hmm. I, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I was yet right again. So what the fuck? Is I have no on? idea. I don't care. Doesn't okay. matter. Mm -hmm. So what came out today? What What do you think came out today? What was probably the big news today? Hmm. Joe, Joe didn't go to 
the Bureau and tell him, hey, I have a bunch of classified documents or the DOJ, like he said he did. Not that that's a surprise. Not that that's a surprise at all. He never went to the DOJ and self-reported like he claimed he did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It turns out he went to the National Archives and tried to cover it up straight off the bat. Oh. And the reason he went to the National Archives is the best part. Hmm. What did I say? What did you say? What did what was one of my big points that I made the other night during the whiteboard episode? What was one of my big, 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 big points? Hmm. And it was truth. Uh, it was uh, Fisher cut bait. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find it just that portion of the show clipped, cut and put on our um, Substack. So in a inner geo matrix, I know you were looking for it. Um, if you go there, it's just that clipped portion of the whiteboard episode anyway with that it turns out that there is someone who has flipped on joe how do i know this actually came from two stories today and i have eh, i wouldn't say i put it out or i put it together but First revealed the identity of the unnamed Albanian official listed in the indictment of ex-FBI official, maybe Hunter Biden. Well, I'm sorry, what? Yes. The revealed identity of the unnamed Albanian official listed in the indictment of ex-FBI official, maybe Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was an Albanian official? Hunter Biden knew McGonagall. Hunter Biden in the gift that keeps on giving. Did I not tell you that Hunter left his laptop on purpose? They uncovered emails that McGonagall and Hunter Biden knew each other. Not only that, back in September of last year, the Washington Examiner's Tom Rogan penned a great story documenting Biden's administration's tolerance of corruption in Albanian socialist government under the current prime minister, Edi Rama. He detailed connections between Rama and the Albanian mafia and the Mexican Sinaloa cartel. How did he know about that? How did Hunter Biden fucking know of connections between Rama, the Albanian mafia, and Mexico's Sinaloa cartel? There's only one way that motherfucker knew about that. Hmm. He went into Joe Biden's study and started perusing his classified documents. Oh, and here we go. We've got Miss Vera. Excellent. We'll get back to this. We will get back to this because that is quite important. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll let her come in over here. I'm going to go to the Zoom side here. Yeah. We'll broadcast from Zoom. All right. So we're on Zoom. We'll just wait for her to come in. Mm-hmm. And that will be that. Uh, oh. There she is. Admit. Yeah, I got to relax. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. There we go. There we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. That's fantastic. See, I told you, Zoom is the only thing that I'm uh, expert. <laughs> it's so much no, better. Forgive me, but that's you know that's how it is. <laughs> I completely understand. Not an issue. <laughs> so we are so happy to have you with us, Miss Vera. I watched the first part of your documentary today, and I was absolutely blown away. I've seen you speak uh, so many times, um, and it's almost. I mean, I almost feel like I know you. I know we've we've never met, but you know, watching you and having heard your story and and hearing you speak and um, 
it, it reminds me so much of what you say reminds me of what my grandfather told me. He passed away some 15, 17 years, 17 years ago, but, uh, he, he was warned to leave Austria just before the Anschluss and he got most of his family out and he actually joined the American army. He came here and he went back. Um, but he told me as I was a child and on his deathbed, he said, the Nazis didn't lose the Germans lost. The oh. Nazis are still here and they're coming back. I'm sorry. I didn't finish it. You're going to have to finish it for us. You're going to oh, have boy. to finish what, what we started. Um, and he said, we, we, I, I leave it in your hands. And like, he knew what was coming 17 years ago. Um, it, it's like they were waiting for his generation to, to die. The last of the world war two fighters, heroes, um, to die because they, then, then they're just doing it again. Well, it's, it's a long story, really that continuity. It really is a long story. And it's a very ugly story. And unfortunately, you know, they don't teach history. And there's a reason they don't teach history, because if people learned history, they would recognize the parallels as I do. There's nothing unique that I have. It's just I know the history. And when you go blindly into, you know, into any kind of situation, you don't have clues. You, you you know, people don't like to be in a place where they don't know what they're supposed to do, what they, you know, what, which part is important, which is not, you know, there are a lot of nuances and history helps to guide you in your presence because nothing is really out of, you know, nothing just falls from the sky. There's nothing uh, new in this world. The Holocaust didn't just happen one day, bing, bang, bang. No, 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 no. It took years, slow years of stages. And Hitler didn't move to the final solution until 1942. He took, he took control of the country in January 1933. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's slowly how it worked. And so if you don't know that, you see, then you have no way to anchor what's happening now. And one of the things that you're grandfather was right about, but he didn't quite know this. He didn't know that more than 1,600 engineers, scientists, and doctors, Nazi, the top Nazi engineer, were smuggled into the United States against the orders of the president of the United States at that time, Harry Truman. Harry Truman had ordered that no one who had a Nazi um, who belonged to the party was allowed to come to the United States. And they smuggled the worst of the worst into the United States. And they were scattered throughout the country into research institutions and military facilities. And what they did was essentially teach a generation of American engineers and scientists and doctors the Nazi way of doing things. You know, the CIA mind control experiments, that's all part of that. It began in the concentration camps. Mm -hmm. And they just continued it and they taught them how to do things. And one of the things that 
made the Nazis really unique was to weaponize medicine, to weaponize science. You didn't need axes and, you know, all that sort of stuff. You didn't need bullets, really. And here we are now, and it's exactly, it's those um, underhanded, these psychological weapons that they're using to control people, and people don't understand that. They're being lied to in every aspect of this pandemic has been instituted with big lies. The first lie was we were going to be locked up for 15 days, remember, to flatten the curve. Flatten what curve? Everything was done with language to befuddle people, to make them think, oh, well, we don't understand that. They must know. So therefore, we must follow whatever they say. That was the first mistake. The the fear-mongering began with the completely false, made-up calculation that Two million Americans were going to die from this. Remember the yeah mm-hmm. the virus. Yep, it was yep. all nonsense. Yep, people didn't die from the virus. They died from what was done to them in the hospitals. They died from the ventilators. Mm-hmm. They died when when orders were given in all European Western European countries. Five states in the United States followed the, the same protocol. Canada. Australia, which was to send the elderly away from hospitals, not to let them in, send them to nursing homes where they infected others and were left to die. Mm -hmm. This was a genocide. This was a genocide of the elderly, the weak, while lying to the public, telling them you mustn't see grandma because you might make her die. Because grandma might warn you about what's actually coming of putting that kind of guilt on children where it was a complete lie. 1934, 35, Germany. You're not allowed to go to that side of town because the dirty Jews live over there. You'll get a disease. That's where it all started. The propaganda, even the propaganda that I saw, I was drawing references from the things they were showing of COVID-19 to old Nazi propaganda. Remember the mouse the little mouse head with the little Nazi mustache and the eyes. And it was, you know, it, it was, was a, a rat. It was a rat. A rat, Don't a mouse, <laughs> rat. It was very anti-Jew. That's right. And I saw another one not too long ago that looked exactly like that. That mm-hmm. said COVID-19 on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, uh, I thought you were going to mention something else, which was in 1939 when they instituted uh, T4, Project T4, T4 okay? Yeah. And T4 was a medical murder project. It was the very first one ever in history. And it began, the targets were not Jews. The targets, the first targets were German mm-hmm. infants and young children under the age of three. Their crime was that they were disabled in some way. Yep. Now, the Nazis went after the disabled, the way they went after the Jews. Yep. They regarded them as, you know, polluting the gene pool and as an economic burden. The elderly and the disabled were an economic burden. And that's exactly, exactly 
the same reason that we had the slaughter of the elderly in 2020, economic burden. The so, insurance industry. Social security is going to run out. Again, social security, exactly. Yep. These, so all their working life during which they were productive, right? And paid their taxes and to insure for their years of retirement. That was cut with just killing them off. Mm -hmm. So insurance companies that collected God knows for how many years, decades, went off scot-free and put it all into their own coffers. This was absolutely a planned thing. This is not something that comes into somebody's head uh, just like that as an epiphany. No, this was planned. And this is just it. We need to understand that the so-called pandemic, which has been shown really to have been planned, and after all, everything was done in a laboratory. It's man-made. This, this mm -hmm. is remember they kept insisting it was nature, nature, and it no, no, no. They have polluted the science. They're polluting nature. They're polluting the atmosphere. And now they want us to eat bugs. Yeah. Now, when will people wake up that there's something wrong here, and that we, the human population of the globe, are the target now? It's not just Jews. Everyone is now a Jew. We are seen as in their way. Mm -hmm. They want us as slaves or to obliterate us. And people find it hard to believe that their own uh, leaders were not acting in their interest because we don't have leaders that act in our interest. We have puppeteers who are following orders that they're given. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had the entire Western world marched in lockstep to the same orders. When do you ever get people to agree like that? See, and that, Santa that Claus. was that, Santa Claus. That's it. Santa Claus. That you can't even get that. That was my point. You're absolutely right. That's what I said. When I saw every country just all of a sudden fall in line, I was like, wait a minute, there's a big problem here because mm -hmm. we should be the 11th man saying, no, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do any of this. This all sounds nuts. Why all of a sudden is America giving in and following everybody? else because we started for it. the past 250 years we were the ones that were saying nah because nah, we we're started not, play it, that we're game not no america more. anymore because we haven't been since operation paperclip that's <sighs> it well this that operation paperclip mm -hmm. really did change things here it 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 uh kind of solidified the worst because tuskegee was going on then you know tuskegee began in 32 mm -hmm. but where but nobody knew about it just those who were conducting it, but it was secret. But that's that mentality, that viciousness toward other people, toward human beings, was totally codified when those paperclip Nazi scientists and doctors took, in many cases, you know, became even chairman of uh, departments at universities. Mm -hmm. They led, you see, they became the leaders and they were totally imbued with this Nazi mindset. And as you know, mm -hmm. we have been in recent years in more than eight wars that were admitted to be unwinnable. Well, if it's an unwinnable war, who, why are we in it? And now we're back in another one that's um, headlined by a Nazi battalion. Yep. That is a Nazi battalion. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was in 
I was in Germany this summer and in Munich, I visited two cemeteries. I visited the cemetery where Sophie and Hans Scholl were buried and these were young students, resistors to the Nazis. They were beheaded, but they were, they were the, the, they, they, you, in French, you call it the cri de coeur, you know, they're like a cry of the heart mm -hmm. to try to get Germans not to obey. And all they did was give out leaflets telling Germans, this is wrong, this is all wrong, don't go along. All right, we luckily now have many thousands of people who are joining the ranks and resisting. That, that is a big difference. And thousands of doctors and scientists have given up careers because they are telling people resist and don't take the shots. The other grave that I want you to see where it was, was Bandera. Bandera is the one of the Azov battalion. This is with the Nazi. And here he's got a whole, his grave is, you can see that there are people who are venerating him. It's ornamented. I, I noticed that. And I'm asking why is the German government giving this, you know, this, space this uh, cemetery you know you know the plots and cemeteries and this isn't an ordinary plot this is really like a place where they go to worship so why are they giving that to a nazi i was down in argentina a couple of years mm -hmm. yeah, 15 years 15 now. years ago now and i saw a cemetery that i've mm -hmm. only ever seen one other place and i saw it in munich and you know that one cemetery that's down there, it's right off of the plots. Uh, it, it's the, uh, it's a real ornamented one. It's really like very ornate. They've got very ornate headstones all the way throughout the cemetery. I was very, when I was there and I walked through it, I was very taken back by it. And I noticed a lot of them were Germans prior to World War II. The, one, the, um, the cemetery of the mausoleums? Yes, the one right off of that, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that. So it's the First World War cemetery, mm -hmm. in other words. Yes. Yeah, in Lincoln. But then I found down in Argentina, there was this one cemetery of, again, very ornate German headstones that I've only ever seen one other place in my whole entire life. And that's in Munich. Yep. And I was sitting there looking and I'm reading some of the names and there are swastikas carved into the corner of the headstone saying that these guys were Nazis that were part of paperclip that ended up in Argentina, living in that village in Argentina. And all of those guys were blonde hair, blue eyed, like they thought I was one. Cause I took my hat off when I was there. I had a full beard, but they thought I was one cause I had blonde hair and blue eyes. And they came up and started speaking German to me. And although I could understand it, I started saying, look, no, I'm not, I'm not a Nazi. I'm an American. Don't you see the patch? There's a patch on my arm. Same difference. Yeah. Man. Well, you know, Argentina was a, um, yeah, it, it was a, a nest of Nazis. A, a and that's spot. where Eichmann was caught. Finally. Correct. And um, yeah, um, they, they gave them a, a real haven. But, but, you know, it took money. It took money, really. Those kind of havens took a lot of money. And, and 
the the ones who smuggled them into paperclip also provided a lot of money for their for those who they really couldn't bring to the United States to put them elsewhere. This is where the CIA began. You know, it, 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 it it's an offshoot from at that time it was OSS. Yes, the OSS. Office of Security, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it became the CIA. It's the same people. Mm-hmm. Alan Dulles. Yep. That's it. No, Alan Dulles. I and, was in the Army know, for 21 so, years. Mm-hmm. And I served with them. I worked with them. I've been at the top. I've worked with the CIA before. I know all about Alan Dulles. I know all about the CIA. I know all about Operation Paperclip. And the whole reason I was in Argentina, I still can't tell you. But I can tell you this. I know for a fact that was a German village. And I know for a fact, because I speak German, what they were speaking there. And they were not speaking Argentina. not speaking Spanish. They weren't speaking Spanish, no. Nope. They were definitely yeah. speaking German because I could understand what every single one of them was saying. And I was talking to them in German. So I was like, what is this? This is very weird in the middle of nowhere. There's all mm-hmm. of a sudden all these white, blonde hair, blue eyed people walking around speaking German. Yeah, and so no, no, they, they, yeah, they, they were well taken care of. And that requires mm-hmm. tons of political backing. What Absolutely. a lot of people don't realize to smuggle those people and hide them in Argentina and back in the then, that and was keep a, them in, in very, uh, you know, high standards of living. Yeah. Awesome. While the, the rest of the people were not. Yes, of course. But that's just it. You have to know history. You have to know some of these connections in order to beware when it starts happening right here and now. And they've made sure that people don't know history. Yeah. And they've kept people really, they've dumbed down people in such a way with these technology, you know, games and video, you know, video games and all of that is, was planned. There, there are writings from the 30s where they predict how they would go, how they would do it. And that was the plan. And now, too, you know, the elite, they don't let their children have the iPhone 24 hours a day. They limit them to maybe an hour or two and that's it. They don't want their brain to be kind of, you know, totally dormant, just listening all the time to and and their span of attention, you see, has been shortened. Children can't sit still. Mm -hmm. If you don't get things with two clicks, you move on. What does that mean? And they diagnose them with ADHD and they put them on methamphetamines. That's That's right. Nazis developed in the first place. Right. That was again. By the way, you know, there's a uh, book, uh, Blitzed, I think it's called. And it's about the fact that, yeah, under the, the whole Nazi regime, or at top to bottom, they were all zinked on mm-hmm. amphetamines. Oh, yeah. So, and you know, the U.S. Army has done that to our people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I told In them. order to keep them awake for many hours, yep. you know. I had to take this is it. This is inhuman. You know, this is against against their health, against their, you know, what what you should have. If you're going to have military in any way, they're supposed to be healthy. Yeah, I didn't like those pills. They made us take them, and I was not a big fan. Just because well, it, it made you feel like, yeah, I, I just felt energy. really weird. Yes, it was very fake energy. Mm-hmm. We stopped well, taking you, you know, but many become hooked. Mm-hmm. Look, we've got a huge part of the death rate Part of it is also the the hook, the, the narcotics. And this, again, 
CIA has, you know, a business. Yeah, Air America. Air America was all about smuggling number four pure opium all over the world in U.S. chartered aircraft. This is where the dark money comes from because it's off the books. Yep. Nobody nobody keeps a record of that, right? Nope, mm-hmm. because this is how the CIA made got all their bones. This is how they got their power. This is what the Nazis showed the CIA. I, I put money on that because that's what the Nazis had to do. Because you got to remember, they had to hook Hitler first. Hitler wasn't always yep. a Nazi. They had to sink their teeth into Hitler. Then Hitler became a Nazi. And with that, he won a political power that... The Nazis honestly never even saw, didn't even think they could get. And then they got all this money and they were like, hey, this is it. We could take over the rest of the world. Uh, Well, they got money and they also got the military equipment from U.S. corporations. That's all in the movie. Mm -hmm. We're going to discuss the documentary. Never Again is now global. That's part of it. We we deal with that. We deal with the things that are never dealt with in a documentaries about the Holocaust, which always kind of whitewash the American corporate and dynastic, the dynasties, the family dynasties that continue. The involvement. Yes. And this is, again, that's history. This is all backed up by facts. This isn't, you know, I'm not making it up. Um, we deal with all of that so that so that what's happening now begins to make sense to people. When you hear Holocaust survivors, you know, in their 80s and 90s, even to tell that it's, you know, they have no reason to to lie or or to make it up. Their their reason for agreeing to testify in this film is because they want people to wake up before it's too late. So you're you're a member of many then that see the writing on the wall that say, hey, look, it's all happening again. So yeah. there's more Holocaust survivors out there that are saying, whoa, stop, hit the brakes. You guys better stop or we're all going down a road you don't want to go. Yeah, there mm-hmm. are. There are. And uh, unfortunately, as you know, all institutions cultural institutions, educational institutions, of course, not to speak about all the medical and religious institutions. Yes. They're all, they've all been bought. And this was prepared. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is part of the tragedy here that they, their, their own institutions are misleading them. Again, this happened during the Nazi regime too. There were those who warned, who warned Jews to leave Europe, leave Europe because terrible things are gonna happen. They they didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And their leadership, the leaders of the various institutions told them, no, just follow the rules. It'll, It'll all go away, it'll all be. Hitler doesn't mean what he says, right? He did, he meant every word of it. And so, you know, I I have the experience that as a six and a half year old, by disobeying, I saved my life. Now, that does, you know, that doesn't happen very often. And I don't know quite. I mean, I know why I did it and I was right, which was that I wouldn't get on a boat with children 
but I had befriended a family and I felt the family can take care of me. Children are not going to take care of me. They're going to bullies and all that. I was very little. So I had very good reason, you know, rational, my own reason. But everyone should be able to go by their own gut feeling and act on it. You Mm -hmm. see, this is what I try to emphasize to people. Trust yourself. Trust your own judgment. You know better what's good for you and your children. The one sitting in Washington or in Albany doesn't give a damn about what happens to your child. Just get that through your head. If they don't have no consequences, if your child is hurt, you will bear the burden and the guilt. And the guilt. I hate to think what will happen as more and more children are harmed by these jabs. These are not vaccines. They are masquerading a bioweapon. Mm-hmm. They developed, they, they developed the vaccine that, well, we don't call it a vaccine. We call it a jab or a, a poison death shot, but they developed that um, bef- well before they developed the virus. The jab came it's, first. Yeah, the, well, but you see, it was, yeah, but they, since they launched the pandemic, why would they provide anything to take it away exactly <laughs> it makes sense they mm-hmm. you know this is they gained control this way so they want to continue plus of course they, they give the prize to pfizer and moderna you know to make billions of dollars on it but that's their role their role is just the money but the purpose and what's the by keeping secret no one is allowed to know what's in those vials. You know that the package insert is empty. Mm-hmm. And it says this page was intentionally yeah, left blank. Left empty. You know, I, yeah, there you, you know, go. You know, people the only people ask questions. The only people I know that write that on a piece of paper, and I know this is going to probably not piss a lot of people off here, but people out there who might be listening because i know liberals listen to our show too this is probably going to make you angry but the only people i know that write down on a piece of paper on a whole piece of paper and still put the paper in the book is the military the military writes right in the center of the paper this page was intentionally left blank they're the only people i know that do that yet we don't want to accept the fact that our military has controlled this from the beginning jab from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious in even their intricate booklet that they give us. It says this page was intentionally left blank. So, well, so- yes, there is, you know, there is someone from the uh, who has been in the vaccine industry for a long time. Sasha. Latipova, yeah, we've spoken Latipova. with her mm-hmm. and she uh, actually documents the yep. fact that all the. Uh, Contracts are with military contractors. It has nothing. Even Pfizer is just a. Yep. She actually asked Mick to review the contracts from his military background and perspective. Exactly. So, so yeah. this should give you pause, mm-hmm. should give people pause. Why should they take something that is not only experimental and has never been used in human beings before and is going to change the make it easy to change the genetic code and is total under a cloud of secrecy, iron lad secrecy at that. And everyone has immunity, no matter how many people die. Mm -hmm. Why would you put yourself into that? 
Why? Well, I, I, so I, I have a theory about this and it's backed up by a, a lot of circumstantial evidence, but something that, um, I do know about history and family history has taught me. We, we talked a lot about, um, the Nazis and, and Hitler and, um, the precursors to world war two in my family. When we were growing up, given, you know, my grandparents, we spent weeks with them every summer. You know, we spent a lot of time with my grandparents. So, uh, I, I got a lot of that and I was very curious. So I was asked a lot of questions, but um, I, I know that Hitler was very focused on God and the devil, a lot of esoteric research. And he, I think one of the things that really focused him on the Jews was your faith because mm-hmm. he didn't understand it. He was half Jewish, but he didn't, he didn't have that, that strong connection to, to God, to, to the source through tradition and on because tradition and, and meditation and um, all, all of these things and, and faith and regular religious practice um, can lead people to a stronger connection to God. And, and Hitler didn't, I, I don't think he understood that. And he was looking for a way to disconnect that. Um, well, you, you know, one of the reasons that Jews were, uh, you know, historically have been despised this way, well, there are two reasons. One is they didn't have a country of their own. Mm-hmm. And the second is that they regarded God's laws as above man's law. Yeah, exactly. And this is exactly now when we see how that has broken down completely exactly where it leads Mm -hmm. it leads back to bestiality Mm -hmm. it leads to really demons exactly all of that comes out because people have lost their connection spiritual Mm -hmm. any spiritual standing they these monsters today are saying that they are gods they are going to replace god Mm -hmm. and so controlling all of mankind how many they even allow to breathe uh they are god right and i i think at the same this is this is we need to really it's very hard for most people to comprehend that there are monstrous people Mm -hmm. you know in that sense god gave us the choice of good and evil, and some people do choose evil. And those are absolutely, they need to be wiped off the earth because they they never, they never leave. <laughs> Their seed really never dies. They wind up getting more and more inflated with, you know, ideas of, of such magnitude, such glory for themselves. They really believe that they can hack human beings. They really believe that they can put chips into us that will give them the power to know even what we're thinking. So before we even want to escape, they will already get rid of us because you're not allowed to even think that. Yes. Just think of the, the evilness of and control. Control is really the, the it's probably more addictive, you know, than the drugs control the, uh, the, the, Really, they think look, they, they all those monsters have inordinate amounts of money that we can't even I can't even fathom what it means of, you know, 50 billion dollars, 100. I mean, it's it just out of my element. You know, I stick to the hundreds. <laughs> but 
that's not enough. Obviously, it's the power, the idea that they can do, they can make puppets out of their own emissaries. You know, people like Fauci. Stalin used to call people like that useful idiots. Which means that they'll do my beck and call as long as I have use for them. Once they're of no use, I can get rid that's of them. it. Mm-hmm. They will they will be thrown under the bus. But we need to get to the top. We need to get to the top so that they stop being able to control our institutions. And and we know there are literal Nazis at the top. Klaus Schwab, yes. George Soros. Yep. Two actual Nazis, historically, both worked with their with the Nazi Party. Their families worked with the Nazi Party. George Soros went as a Jew and infiltrated Jewish families and turned them in and confiscated their stuff. And and they're they're perp- you know helping perpetrate this on humanity now. So yeah, I- you've got you've got all kinds of you know. People like that. And you've got the dynasties, you know, mm-hmm. you've got the royals where the, the uh, Dutch royals actually got money from the Nazis in order to let the Nazis come in and wreak havoc on their own population. Mm-hmm. And you've got you've got this all over, you know, and you've got the dynasties, the American dynasties, the Bushes, the Harrimans, mm-hmm. the Rockefellers for more Carnegie. than 100 years. They're at the top, mm-hmm. the Carnegie's, the Ford's. You know, all of them have been allowed to keep doing what they're doing and what they're doing has essentially they've slowly taken over most of the country and most of the world by now because it's all global. They want one world, one world government. They want to eliminate the United States sovereignty, everyone's sovereignty. And they want to rule from these um what again, all of that was formed after World War II, you know, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the World Bank. I mean, it's all world, world, world. It means one. And no one is elected. No one is accountable to anyone. It's royalty in the worst way. Yeah, because they're not even accountable to God. No, no. And they say so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They really uh Look, we've got a real, we've got a Sodom and Gomorrah on, you know, on, on an steroids. epic level. Mm-hmm. On a real, real epic level, yes. Uh, when you read that part in the Bible, you realize that compared to what they do now, it's, it's you know, it's small fry. They now can really destroy everything, and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're poisoning the earth with the GMO stuff. Right. And the air with all kinds of stuff that they're spraying. And now the bodies with these jabs that, you know, that no one is asking questions. Mm -hmm. So the only way to stop them is to resist is to say no. And that's that's the message of our uh, documentary, really. And you hear it from many different perspectives, their own words. Um, So I hope that you get your viewers to tune in because they will they will learn a bit of history and by the way one of you mentioned your grandfather and mm-hmm. what many people many adults who had grandparents have that connection that memory 
because that's what grandparents did is they relate history to the grandchildren and the grandchildren loved it. Um, and those elderly who they killed off in 2020, part of the reason is so that the children couldn't get those lessons from grandparents. Keep I agree. that in mind. That was another purpose. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my grandfather. To cut it off. To cut it off. And, and no, because parents are never the same as grand. Grandparents, after all, it's all good. <laughs> and they want to teach and, and children just, you know, adore because grandparents don't say no. They always say, oh, I think you're probably right. You know, yes. they like to sort of. So children kind of feel they've got an ally against daddy. <laughs> Mom and dad. Yes. Yeah. One of the things we're going to get uh, more definitely want to get into your uh, obviously your video that's going on. Uh, it's five part series. Is it coming out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. OK. So Sunday, if we were to put them all together and watch them one after the I, other. I don't think they're like an hour and a half each. So oh, probably are they? A consecutive. No, Sundays. together they're five and a half hours. Right. Okay. Most of them are one hour. The last one is one and a half. It's okay. five and a half hours total. Gotcha. Just so you know. OK. okay. So okay. we could play that literally. Yeah, we could. We could. And talk about because it. We do, in a, between. we do a Sunday show called True Spiracy, which is it's a lot of our viewers refer to as, as church Sunday. Um, oh. But, uh, oh, this would be very, you know, they really yes. would learn a lot. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, it, it's where, uh, you know, because we say that the Bible is the ultimate conspiracy theory. Um, yeah. You know, Jesus was the original Well, uh, you know, the theory. fact that they consider it, the, yeah, yeah, conspiracy. Look, they, every, look, every, the Bible, after all, it, it's written over many generations. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, an, it's an accumulated wisdom. And, you know, right. People don't don't take anything seriously now. It's all Disney World. By the way, Disney and all of that, that was all Nazi, too. That was all anti-Semitism. <laughs> you're hitting you're hitting everything for us. You're well, it, it, it is. Box. It's about time we take all those do not touch, you know, mm-hmm. topics Labels and off. bring them out and yes. let people examine, you know. Exactly. There. You got it. Where can people find this video? Where can they find? Um, the well, this first it's week, live, it's on CHD, Children's, Children's Health Defense. Okay. And after that, it's going to be also on other platforms like Rumble and mm-hmm. YouTube, as long as, uh, as they let it up, you know. But we'll, it'll be on the different platforms. It's free of charge. Anybody who wants to donate to the Alliance for Human Research Protection, gratefully accepted, but we're not doing it to raise money. We're doing it to really bring, to take the lid off the Holocaust as something irrelevant, which is what most institutions have wound up doing by not allowing people to draw similarities. Because we, the survivors, want, that's the most important thing, is people should see, should have their antenna out so that they don't allow it to evolve into another Holocaust. Because this time, There'll be no rescuers. I fear we're either we stop it now before they get their way or the whole universe, the whole. It's done for. Oh, oh we lost her. We, no, we got booted. We got booted. Our HD Zoom ended. Man. Uh, email her, please, okay. and tell her we apologize. But okay. our our thing gave out. Uh, we, we don't pay for it anymore. It's a free thing. Sorry. Uh, fuck. We want her back, though. She's got to come back. Yes, yes, yes. I gotcha. No um, worries. Wow. Yes, that was amazing. She Absolutely. is amazing. She and, is. And uh, wow. Just, she's so based. 
Did anybody else hear what she was? She's saying the stuff in the air, the stuff all around, stuff all around. Holy shit. That's everything we've been saying from the get go. This woman, she's twice our age. And she's telling us that, hey, we're right. You're all right. We're all fucking right. Fucking A. Wow. Yeah. She was based like a motherfucker. That's all I just said. <laughs> wow. I'm blown away just listening to her talk about everything. Um, we're going to have to work on our, we might have to pay for Zoom again. Dude. We only use it once in a blue moon. Though. I mean, it's so rare. Next time we'll, um, well, next time I want to bring her, her in for a Sunday. Next time we have her on, we'll ask Liana if we can use her Zoom because she she, she pays has, for it. She has Zoom. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So this um, was just you know like off the yeah. Wow. We're confused because there's so much information. There's only like I always tell people like when I'm red pilling somebody, especially somebody new, I always tell them to focus on one thing. Focus on one thing and let that one thing open your mind. Mm -hmm. Trust me, once you let that percolate in your head, after about 12 hours, you're going to start naturally asking more questions. As long as you start naturally asking more questions and you actually go to find it. The problem with most conspiracy theorists. Hold on. And then they're lazy. Uh, yeah. And then once you start asking all those questions and you, you start retaining all that information and you have all of these puzzle pieces and it's just like, <clears throat> it's like taking a, a, a bag of puzzle pieces and throwing it on the ground, you know, and you have a thousand puzzle pieces and they're all upside down. You have no idea where they go. And then someone comes down and, and sits down to help you. And all of a sudden it all comes together. It's kind of like that. You sit down with someone and they give you a, a different perspective and you're, and you're oh shit like those those puzzle pieces all fit together like and for then instance, someone else and then more puzzle pieces fit together and then you're listening to something or you're reading something and then all of a sudden you have this great big picture in your head and you're like oh shit it's all connected like what she just said just yesterday uh i was talking to one of my guys at work he's one of the new guys just started he's just getting on with this whole red pill thing and i said he said why are you so hung up on trump in the shot and the jab. I said, cuz dude, you don't, you're not seeing the other side of that argument. That's the frayed thread. And he said, what do you mean? I said, dude, do you realize if he does not come out against this, they can use this against him. He has to come out against it because when all the bodies start stacking up on the street, they're going to come out and put it at his feet. So I, I preface that by saying that, but the second I said that, it was like all the red bells, alarm bells went off in his head. He was like, holy shit, dude, you're right. They would so use that against him. I'm like, I know, I've been saying this for years. He has got to come out against it. If he doesn't, he's just fucking himself. Period. And here we had Ms. Vera on here, and she was completely backing me up 190%. Holy shit, that, that was awesome. We definitely have to bring her back. Yes, Absolutely. I will get back to that. I'm I'm talking to her right now. So okay. Back to the hunter <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> I forgot where we left off. So start over. Let me start over. Uh, you want to, you want to, you, I'll, I'll uh, let's start that. with that. Yeah. Let's start with that. We definitely need to start with that. Cause I'm, I'm going to need a You're bong. I'm going to need a bong rip for that. So before oh, I get shit. into this again. Wow. Okay. Well, in the meantime, actually, while I'm loading this up, actually, before you, before we get started on that, cause I got to pack this up real quick. Why don't you play that next clip real quick? Um, because I found this to be very interesting. Um, not that I noticed that she was missing because I don't watch mainstream media, Okay. but apparently this chick was like, was, was, she went Al Roker. No shit. Yeah. Like she just disappeared. No one knew where she was hmm. for the longest time. And now she's back. And now she's back with an explanation. Weird. Let's hear her explanation. See why I didn't know? It was MSNBC. I know from my Twitter feed uh, that many of you have wondered why I have been off the air for a little while. Well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. On December 20th, I began to feel chest pains and they waxed and waned over a period of 10 days. I wasn't quite sure uh, what to make of it, but as they continued to get worse, I started to think something was actually wrong. Um, it was December 30th when I finally went to an urgent care and was told I had reflux. I didn't really buy it, but I was relieved it wasn't my heart. Uh, my body, though, was pretty certain uh, not to believe uh, the reflux. The next day, on December 30th, I woke up with severe pains both in my chest and in my left shoulder, and it was like a tightening in my chest when I took deep breaths. That got worse when I was laying flat. Hold on one second. I knew enough at that moment. <clears throat> she had a stroke. No, no, no. Keep going. Are you ready? Are you ready to see why she had a stroke? Hmm. Okay. Look at her face. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at her face. I'm going to remind you. She might of, have a little Gillian bar going on. I, I want to remind you. That's a possibility too. Mm -hmm. I want to remind you of the acronym FAST. Okay. Facial droopy. Yep. If you look in the corner of her, the left side of her mouth, so spin her head around so it's sitting on your face. Yep. If you look at the corner of the left side of her mouth, it's constantly droopy. Yep. Watch her eyes. They don't blink. And uh, one of the big things um, for a stroke patient, just so you're aware, if you ever think somebody's having a stroke in front of you, tell them to blink. If their right eye closes really fast and their left eye takes forever to close, they're having a stroke. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, but keep going because that's not what she tells us. Okay. I'm just saying it yeah. looks like that because I can see it in her I, face. I gotcha. That's not what they diagnosed her with though. Okay. Be interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was acid reflux mm. according yeah. to the original acid scare. Yeah. Reflux. Bullshit. Yeah. Understand that it could mean, could is the key word here, that I was having a heart attack, especially because it was happening in the left part of my shoulder. I want to remind you, I run seven miles three to four times a week, or I did. Um, I do yoga. I don't eat meat. I don't smoke. I drink occasionally. Not right now, though, because my doctor tells me I can't. Aside from probably not getting enough sleep and working too much, I'm a pretty healthy person. But on that day, I was anything but. My husband drove me to the emergency room, and from there, the nightmare that has been my January began. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart, brought on by a virus, a literal common cold. I also had fluid around my heart that had to be drained or else it could hinder the beating of my heart. I was hospitalized for four nights and transferred from a local hospital to NYU Langone here in New York City. On January 4th, I was finally discharged after doctors drained the fluid around my heart and I bounced out of the hospital. I couldn't get out of there fast enough with the hopes I was on the mend, but that was not the end. Three days later, I was readmitted when I felt a flutter in my heart, like a butterfly. It was inside my chest. They determined I had developed 
myocarditis, inflammation of the actual heart now, the heart muscle. I remember being shepherded through the emergency room and wondering, is this it? It wasn't, thank God. Instead, I spent five more days in the hospital where they ran a battery of tests, adjusted my meds, and made sure nothing else was. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't yeah, have you got, you a vaccine-related no, injury. You got no, that from the cold. You got that from a common cold. Mm-hmm. Because I know so many of my listeners out here, and I've got so many that are listening yeah. to us right now, about 25,000 of you, um, that you all, when you have a cold, you have a heart attack too. I, absolutely. You get you get pericarditis and then myocarditis because that's so common when you get a common cold. It happens every year. My kid just had a cold the other day. Had a heart attack right there on the floor. I was doing chest compressions for fucking four minutes. No, he didn't. He did not have a heart attack and he didn't have a cold. He had the sniffles and I gave him some of my vitamin drink and he was fine the next morning. Oh my God. This is just so retarded. I know. They're so ridiculous. You can't make this up. I know. Oh, I got it. What are you so stupid? She is so dumb. And MSNBC mandated everybody on air. uh, Everybody get the jab. So she's and she's gotten at least three, at least three. Oh, she, yeah, you know, she's pissed. You mm-hmm. can see her body language. She's pissed. Yeah. She knows what she's saying is a lie. Yeah. She knows what she's saying is because she got the jab yep. and now she's going to die. And she's not allowed to say that on air because she works at MSNBC. So she has to blame it on a common cold. You go ahead. You blame that on a common cold. Mm-hmm. You're a, you're a, you know, not many times. There's a couple times in my life. I've been very tempted to punch a woman. One, a woman punched me. Sorry. If you ball your fist up and you throw it at me, guess what? You get everything coming on the other side of that. I've kicked him in the balls like a okay. dozen times and I've never been punched. Well, that's a different story. You, <laughs> kicking is one thing. You ball your fist up and throw it at my face. I tell you what, what comes next that you, you, at, you fucked around at a level 10, you're going to find out at a level 10. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now taking naps can cause heart attacks. I heard that too. Yes. Take the, a nap. So this, I, I didn't die. You took a nap today. Yeah. Because I, I, I had to go to work at a ridiculously I early came, hour I this came, morning. I know you got up 30 minutes earlier than normal and it was horrible. It was, it was horrible. Completely fucked my There's whole day There's a up. huge difference between 5 a.m. and 5 30 a.m. Yes, there, is. there really is. <laughs> Trust me. Yes. But, but, um, but she, yeah, you know, but you listen to that, right? It, you heard her and she said that, well, I got this from her. How did you get, how, just how, what is the point of that? That makes any sense to me. There is nothing in there. And the way she was talking, I, I can tell you right now, if I was in that house, I bet her husband is the most whipped bitch in the world. I bet she calls. He jumps. I bet she stops. He gets a bloody nose. I put money on it. Why? Because he's got his head buried directly up her ass because he walks around and takes care of her. I put money on it. Put money on it. Lynn's caught a stomach bug and had fart attacks. Really? Sharks <laughs> can cause strokes. I did not know that. Oh, that's right. So if you shart yourself, you I sharted myself the other day. I didn't die. It was really rough. It was rough. It was after a really weird lunch. Mm-hmm. I bet she doesn't have a husband. You're right. She might not, dear kid. No, she she said she had a husband. Okay. And she did. Yeah, that's right. Because he rushed her to the hospital. Let's get this out of the way. Not that I want to get it out of the way because it's more fun that way. 
Did I see somebody refer to Skinwalker? Oh no. Walker. <laughs> I just go from I just got a call from an E whose newborn's boy's first name is Walker, middle name Mary. I told my mom, I don't think I'd do that to my son. And she said, we don't know what gender it is yet because they can't tell us. She was being sarcastic. <laughs> I love that shit, CLB. That's, That's funny. amazing. I mean, whoever thought that they'd take I know. This- Did you see that big wicks? The new the the new movie about bears on cocaine. I'm sorry, what? Yes, there is a new movie out of bears on cocaine. Bear, what, uh, bears yes. on. Bears got them? bears got into a whole bunch of cocaine, and there's a whole movie about it. Who thinks this shit up? I don't know, but we're gonna get it. Oh my god! Okay. In honor of Justin. Because I wonder you know if they what? fight. They, they might have actually made that movie in honor of Justin. Bears on cocaine. That is completely. Based on a true story. story. <laughs> Based on a true that's story. Amazing. You know, that's the first time I've smiled since he died. Holy, when his name came up. Holy shit. That's a good one. I like that. Mm. And it's a true story. Holy shit. I like it. Fuck yeah. Excellent. I think we need to start pro- promoting that. Cocaine bear? Yeah. Okay. All right. What was the meme I saw today? Uh, it was actually a video meme. <laughs> Did they get strippers and find a cop? <laughs> and there's, uh, there's a lady, and she's sitting on her marble countertop. She's making, uh, like, uh, I, I guess it's, uh, she's going to make, like, dough. And she sits there. And it says in the on the top above her head, it says when you know your mom was involved in some shit back in the day. And she starts cutting up the flour <laughs> into cocaine lines. And then she goes to sniff. She goes, wait a minute, what the <laughs> fuck am mind. I doing? And, and she goes, holy shit. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Movie idea, Chicago Bears on crack. It's a gay <laughs> love story. <laughs> oh, God. Do they shoot each other in the end? Just wondering. Oh, is Cocaine Bears a mainstream media movie? Yes. Like to, yeah, it's like fucking and... Paramount. Paramount. Okay. It's already out in theaters, I think. Look it up. That's, Dead serious. That's hysterical. It's called Cocaine Bears. That's hysterical. We we might have to go see that. We didn't like, do. Um, we normally go see a movie for like. Normally, we only go see movies around Christmas because all of our birthdays are within like you know two three two weeks months. of each other. Um. So we always we go see a bunch of movies for our birthdays. Ray Liotta's dead. What? How Ray Liotta's Ray... not dead. Yes, he is. Ray Liotta's alive. No, he's not. He died. Like he died a couple months ago. Well, I guess he could be in it. I'm sure he was in it. Yeah, but he's Ray dead. Ray Liotta's still alive. No, he's dead. No, he's. I'm telling you, he's I'm dead. telling you, Ray Liotta's not dead. I'm telling you, he's dead. I'm telling you. I'm I'm calling bullshit on Mm-mm. this one because nope. I'm sorry. I would know nope. if somebody from one of my favorite movies passed away. Yep, Ray Liotta died suddenly. I'm telling you, he died. Dude, if he died, I'm going to be pissed. Holy shit, he did. May 26, 2022. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck. He died from the jab. Yep. Man, I always thought he was a great actor. Ever since Goodfellas. 
telling you. Have you guys seen Joe Pesci? Yeah, the Vax got him. Yep. Have you guys seen Joe Pesci? Since, like, this is what Joe Pesci looks like right now. Jesus. He's old as fuck. He is old as fuck. I was like, holy shit. When I saw Joe Pesci today, I was like, damn. He's old. So, yeah, uh, Ray Liotta was my favorite actor. I, ever since I saw Goodfellas, I always loved Ray Liotta. I always loved Ray Liotta, too. He was one of my favorite actors. Anyway. Great actor. Anyway, back to the Biden bullshit. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, where do we leave off? All right. So. I'm trying to remember where you're um, Hunter's an Albanian official. Oh, okay. Hunter and McGonagall knew each other. Well, that's the link. Um so back in September of last year, the Washington Examiner's Tom Rogan penned a great story documenting Biden administration's tolerance for the corruption in Albania's socialist government under the current prime minister, Idi Rama. He detailed connections between Rama, Albanian mafia, and the Mexican Sinaloa cartel, perhaps best known for formerly being headed by the drug lord El Chapo. When Dan Bongino also explained during a bombshell episode on his podcast last week, Dan also covered a recent indictment of Charles McGonagall, ex-FBI counterintelligence division in New York, who was charged with violating sanctions against the Russian oligarch Oleg Derpaska. According to the indictment, it was for an unnamed former Albanian intelligence official that was a naturalized U.S. citizen that now lives in New Jersey that McGonagall received $225,000 from. That's where the $225,000 came from. Okay? Just so you're aware. That his girlfriend found in his apartment? Correct. While not named in the indictment, in the Albanian media, there's no question that the Albanian firm, Law Office and Investigation, whose corporate filing shows four partners, including McGonagall, and Nazia. Nazia is the fourth person. Remember the B? Remember yeah, yeah, what yeah. I said? Possible person B? Yeah, yeah. That's who possible person B. Nazia. Nazia. He ran the other firm that was out of Albania, which was listed in the indictment and played particular uh, as an unnamed. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. Uh, Person B, as mentioned in the indictment, described as an employee by a Chinese energy conglomerate and operated as an informal advisor to the prime minister of Albania. Well, fuck, babe. Who else worked for a Chinese CCF, worked for the their power company in China, mm-hmm. also partook in Ukrainian Hunter Biden. I, I mean, that's that's it. That's who it is. It can't be anybody else. And now we have. Oh, I did say. Wait a minute. I brought the receipts. Why did I bring the receipts? Forget classified documents. Let's show us the real haul of Biden's records in Delaware. What? Where Hunter Biden's been living this whole time? Mick, you don't say. Yes, I do. Why do I say that? Because the New York Post today, with a bit of fucking reporting genius, Air Force Intel officer cops to stashing hundreds of top secret docs at the Biden home. Wait, what? An Air Force Intel officer. 
Yep. White House Press Secretary KGP has reportedly assured the public that President Biden is committed to classified documents scandal to move forward in a very transparent way, putting aside the refusal to share any information beyond the desire to be fully transparent. Biden has one major test awaiting him on his pledge, his senatorial records. There has been much discussion of the classified document being found in his personal library in Wilmington. But there's a huge library, Biden documents, over 3,474 boxes of documents. Boxes of documents. How many? 3,074. 3,074 boxes? Boxes. Of classified documents. No, documents. Just documents. But any of them can have. At the Biden Law Library in Delaware, at the University of Delaware. So that's not even in the place that they've looked yet. How many classified documents do you think are in 3047? But it gets better. Who had access to the law library in Delaware? Everybody? Well, no, 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 no. Specifically to the boxes. Joe Biden. Mm Mm-hmm. And Hunter Biden, of course, are on the list of people who may access this room. The New York Post confirmed this this morning as they made contact with the law library, that those are the only two names that are allowed to go into that room where the boxes are stored. Hmm. Sounds very fishy. But why would Hunter's name be on why it? Why would Hunter have access Hunter when Hunter doesn't have a clearance? Access. He doesn't have a security clearance. Hmm. But Jill's, Jill's not on it. No, Jill's not on it. But Hunter is. Why would Hunter be on that access Because he's roster? the smartest guy Joe knows. Good point. However, what if 90% of those documents had to deal with Ukraine and several other Chinese matters in which, at that time, Joe Biden had been watching over for the Obama administration? Hmm. I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but oh, oh, James is on the list, too. Uh, but he was he didn't ever enter it right now. All we know is Joe and Hunter were the two that entered. That's what we know. I'm going with what I know, not what I'm going to guess. Yes, his name was on the list, but he had never gone into the law library. The only two people that had gone into the law library were Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I can't wait, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. So don't worry about it. What does that have to do with Hunter, Ukraine and Albania and China? Hunter. I just tied it up for you. Mm -hmm. It's all Hunter. That's Hunter's deal. That's the deal Hunter made. Hunter's the middleman with everything. Hunter has been pulling back 10%. Now we know where 10% for the big guys coming from. Now we know how Joe Biden went from making $385,000 a year at the end of his presidency, which is what he was making for being vice president. You mean vice presidency. To $1.4 million the next year on his taxes. Where'd the money come from, Joe? Um, His professorship where he never taught a class? Or where you were speaking, oh, speaking engagements you never attended. Oh, you, all those press the flesh meetings you never went to because you went to your basement and ate ice cream. Oh, because you pretended to have plastic surgery while they replaced you. 
Folks, what we're uncovering now is more than impeachable. It's we can hang this motherfucker from a yard arm in Washington, D.C. for being a fucking spy. That's what he was doing. He was receiving money from foreign governments for information stolen from the American people. I don't know how you classify spying any better, mm. but that's spying. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I this Hunter is involved in this. He needs to go to jail. Joe needs to go to jail. Hunter needs to go to jail. KGP needs to go to jail. Every single person in the Biden administration needs to go to jail. Why do you period. Think, why do you think Ron Klain's leaving? Period. Oh, he needs to go to jail too. That's why he's he was leaving. part of the original cover. That's why he's leaving because he knows shit's about to hit the fan. He needs to go he's, to jail. Yeah, he's getting the hell out of Dodge as soon as he. Can. It all makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. This is why I bet he leaves the country. This is why he the, goes to someplace with no extradition. This is why the New York Times went after Durham. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah, is a hundred percent the reason why the New York Times went after Durham, because Durham flipped somebody. Durham's flipped talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. This is so describable. Now it all makes sense. If this was going on for years, where was Trump? That's a great question. That's another great question. Trump was um, Trump was backing off his uh, his initial promise of a uh, vaccine, traditional vaccine commission after Pfizer donated a million dollars to his inauguration committee. I hate to say it. That's Trump's, where Trump was. Trump's bought and paid for him. Hard to do when he's got that much money, but he's bought and paid for, folks. That's it. We can't trust anybody. I, I'm serious. I can't trust a soul. There's no way. I mean, I could trust her, trust my kids, but I can't trust anybody outside of that. This is all bullshit, folks. This is all straight up. When it comes to government, when it comes to money, money corrupts absolutely. You are absolutely right. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's absolutely right. You know, the thing about Trump is we grew up in New York. We know what it's like. You don't get to be in Trump's place without without doing some seriously shady shit. Right. And it's just it's, it's kind of accepted practice in New York. Honestly, it really is. Um, Like when they got his taxes and they were like, I mean, he used the tax law to his advantage. Did he cheat? Mm, Morally, maybe. Legally, no. Was it shady as hell? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's called for, though. That's how you get ahead in business. But that's how things... He was never incorruptible. He proved that in business. Well, this is true. I mean, but he proved that in politics, we too, knew that because in. remember, he used to be a huge liberal. Yeah. Huge. But everybody made such a big deal about, oh, he, you know, uh, about all the shit that he did in, in New York and blah, blah, blah. It's just what people do there. That's why we didn't really give a fuck, because it's just what people do there. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some Honestly, really, you, see, I've some really seen some, shady you shit. see some real dirty shit in New York. Yeah. Real dirty shit. And it's everywhere. I, I saw a fire inspector one day get paid off by a dude mm-hmm. and his. Because his alarms weren't up to code. Why do you think my... And the fire inspector was there going to shut him down. Mm-hmm. 
and I was in there buying something. I forget what I was doing. I was a kid. You know, I was in there buying something. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't that smart. I was fucking retarded. I was like 13. I just figured out what my dick was. And I watched this guy, and uh, he walked behind the register. He whipped out a whole bunch of money. He's like, hey, dude, can we fix this, like, without shutting me down? And he's like, yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. That's what you do. I mean, it's business. Look, one of the things I thought was so interesting when we moved here and when I went to the police academy down here, one of the things I thought was so interesting, and I want you all to hear this, all right? This is from Georgia, okay? <coughs> one of the things that blew me away and they told us in our post class, they said, hey, look, because in post, sheriffs, if you're going to ride the street down here in Georgia, which is post is um is uh, police officer standards and training mm -hmm. certification. Um, down here, if you're going to ride the street, you have to go through the same shit that a normal beat cop goes through. You have to go through the same police academy. So the sheriffs down here, they have to go through the police academy. Well, one of the things they brought up in the class when we were talking about pulling people over, for instance, um, we were going through like who you're going to pull over this, that, and the other thing, who you're going to encounter in the community, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And they played a video and it was a great big tractor driving down the middle of a two lane road, right? Huge fucking tractor, like one of the farm equipment, like combine shits, right? And they asked us all, they were like, Hey, who would pull this guy over? I was like, I would, I raised my hand. I would. It's like that motherfucker's holding up all the traffic behind him. I said, Good point. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. But he said, what if that guy puts eggs on your table? Are you going to pull him over now? And I didn't really think about that. I was like, that's a, f and I said, you know what I said? I was like, yes. Because you know what? I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care what you're doing. If you're breaking the law in front of me and my job, my job requires me to stop you. And it was at my discretion whether or not you get a ticket. First time warning. Second time ticket. After that, I'm sorry. You're a fucking idiot. I've already told you once. Don't do it. Don't build up cars behind you. Let them get around you. Let traffic pass you. You're slower moving. But I'm a farm vehicle. It's great. Drive on your farm. Shouldn't be on the road. This is a roadway, not a farm. Last time I checked, I, I mean, I, I, I'm within my rights. But think about that, though. That's at the sheriff level. Now let's go up to big government. Oh, wait a minute. What if this guy provides you your nuclear weapons? What are you going to let them get away with? Hey, wait a minute. This guy, Elon Musk, he's going to buy fucking Twitter. What are you going to let him get away with? Just asking, because if it's done down at the sheriff level, he's gonna you know for a fact it's done at the president fucking level. In all the soldiers. You know for a fucking fact it's done at the presidential level. Mm -hmm. And it's all fucking dirty. It's all corrupt. Okay, well, you want to hear some dirty shit? This was in the UK. It, that's all. It's all of that rolled into this right, right here in the UK. The British Army was spying on UK British citizens during the lockdowns that we're speaking out. That doesn't surprise me the, at all. Mm -hmm. And 
I guarantee Caustic Yoda will back me up on that one because they've been doing that for fucking years over there. Mm-hmm. The British military has been spying on the Scottish and the Irish for fucking hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Lots of bizarre stuff going on, John. Um, social media accounts being watched, you know, dossiers compiled and all the rest of it. This 77th Brigade, so it's called Brigade, yeah. uh, apparently involved Doing well. their job, defending our country. Defending our country. The 77th Brigade Brigade are on the front line of cyber warfare. They're fighting disinformation, which we know the Chinese, the Iranians, the Russians are all around getting disinformation spread. And they will use any any way to do that. And they will use British citizens to spread disinformation. We have to have security services to keep an eye on British people, because some British people are not patriotic. Some British people undermine our country. Some British people should be being watched by the police, the spooks, by 77 Brigade. Hey, you better watch it, Costa Gyoda. You might be being watched by the 77th Brigade. Oh, shit, right? Because you need to be watched. I can, mm. I, I can, I can tell you that. Okay. Let you him, need to be watched. Seriously, this dude. He he makes me laugh. He he he's giggly. And these this is this attack by like Big satire. Brother Watch on our boys yeah. and our men and women who are fighting on the front line against the Russians and their disinformation campaign. I think it's outrageous. Well, I'm absolutely astonished um, by your view. I've got so much to come back to you on, but Henry, your thoughts first. So I guess I guess two things. The first of which is that the, the presence of the army, we use the army for so much now, given the, given the failing state capacity. Yeah. You know, we use it to man the airports. We use it to, we send it into areas with flooding. You know, so, so for me, the idea that someone would have called up the army to do some basic monitoring work in the middle of the pandemic, it doesn't necessarily strike me as sinister. I think where the, the thing to a point, which I don't think John pointed out, is that disinformation doesn't need to be spread by malicious actors, right? That's the nature of disinformation. It can be sincerely people who sincerely believe stuff, which has nonetheless been entered into the information ecosystem by foreign actors. So if you are trying to protect the UK from foreign disinformation, that will necessarily involve seeing the extent to which that disinformation is amplified and repeated by British citizens. Now, it doesn't sound from this story like there was much actual spying going on. It sounds like it was basically media monitoring, you know, reading tweets, reading published articles, compiling that information. That's not the same thing as, you know, tapping phones, having a van outside someone's house. But well, not that we know of. Well, not that we know. Well, no, but we can't. We can't, you know, damn the seventy seventh brigade based on stuff that we don't know. Um, but so, but me- media monitoring is not a particularly sinister activity. It's all stuff that these people were saying publicly. The idea that the government should want to know what they're saying doesn't strike me as un- as unreasonable. Yeah, you see, um, mm-hmm. what you're saying, John, don't wash mm-hmm. with me because mm-hmm. you're saying, oh, this is an outrageous attack on our, you know. Now, now realize, this is Britain. They they do keep lists of their citizens um, here in the U.S. They don't have the Constitution that we have. They don't. They don't here have in the, the U.S., piece of paper that, we find that offensive. You know. We find that sickening. <coughs> we find that disgusting. Um, but over there, they do have their lists. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. I Why think her now? point. I think her point was spot on. She's the only one I think on that stage that's with us she's appalled she's like what the fuck yeah she's like what is wrong with you two you two are a bunch of cucks yeah. the fuck you both of you are ballless wonders um she is the only one on that stage that is taking our side on this going well just wait we we don't know yet mm-hmm. they probably already are they probably already have a van outside your house right now sparky boy and they're listening to your communications 
You don't know. I, uh, wow. I, that's, that's some scary shit, especially here, especially here in the U S think about it. We are finding out how bad the FBI has undermined our everything basic rights mm-hmm. here in the U.S. Could you imagine if you lived Scotland or England or Ireland? I I listen to I, I hear my cousins go through all the time, and I'm fucking appalled. And I can tell you right now, the British don't give a fuck about the Irish. And I guarantee them, I, I'm not sure about this, but I guarantee the British don't give a fuck about the Scottish either. Yeah, see, like Sparky said, they're run by actual Nazis. That does not surprise me. So is America. Fuck this, I'm British, I don't, won't, I don't. I don't know. Are you really British? No, no, I mean the British government. I'm not talking about the British people. I'm talking about the British government. Yeah. I make sure you understand where I'm focusing my anger. It's not against the people. It's against the government. It's always against the government. The government is on my shit list. It's never the people. Even the Irish government's on my shit list. They fucking piss me off too because I hear the shit they're doing to people over in Ireland. Forcing the jabs. Forcing jabs. What the fuck, Ireland? Yep. Yep. Where did your balls go? No, they 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 ran right up inside you and fucking hauled on. I was going to say someone put in them up in a, on top of a fridge in a mason jar somewhere, and they they forgot about they forgot them, and about lost them, and, and they don't know where they are. They're anymore. collecting dust because the Irish are forcing. I was like, what? The Irish have always been the ones that said fuck, fuck you. you. Nope, not anymore. Now they're like, and yeah. now we're, we're we're relying on the Scots. The Scots are the ones that are standing standing up saying fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. Not the Scottish government. It's not. It's well. No. It's the people. It's the people everywhere, except here. Yeah, why? Why is that? Do you all not notice that? Everywhere in the world, they're having protests on the street. No, we're not taking the jab. We did that, and it turned out poorly. Both sides did that, and it turned out poorly. Honestly, think about it. When? That summer of love. When no, they, that wasn't about that no, wasn't it about wasn't, the jab. It wasn't that about was the jab. That was about somebody getting shot. But and, I know, but still, that was the Democrat po- protest, and it turned out poorly. That's why you don't see them burning shit down right now after the video came out with the um No, I actually tend to disagree with you on that one. The whole reason they're not burning the city down there is because it was five black cops that did it to one black guy. Now we're finding out. Because now the white guys come out. Do you understand six and seven now have been placed on suspension? Mm. Six and seven. Seven now too, huh? Yes. And the last two are white. Mm -hmm. That doesn't. The last two are white. Why did they withhold those names? For a fucking reason, because they didn't want their city to burn down. Then why release it now? Because they're trying to be honest about it. They're trying to be honest about it as best they can. I mm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, and of course our protest was January 6th and that didn't turn out well. No, I, I think that accomplished exactly what it was set to accomplish. I don't think it ended well, but I think it accomplished exactly what it was supposed to accomplish. Mm. Eight now fired. Oh, they, oh, they did fire the other. I didn't know that. Okay. I, well, O-Town, you're, you got more news. I Last time Memphis I heard... Memphis is about to be out of cops. At 3 o'clock this afternoon, they had suspended number 7. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. They were talking about 8, and they were going to suspend 8. I heard they had already fired 6. 7 was coming. 
Eight was next. I I don't know who eight is. I haven't seen a picture of eight yet. Ooh, just Jim, you must have had a really good lawyer. He got his balls back in the divorce. Good for you. No shit. How much did that cost you? How much were your balls worth? <laughs> Do you put a price on those? I, I put a price on mine. <laughs> There's a pair of uh, Jupiter-sized balls. Not, not leaving Scotland. Scotland. Outstanding. Yeah. Don't leave Scotland. Fuck. Okay, this is some crazy shit. The top right, yeah. I know. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to find... Trying to find the mouse. I gotcha. I love you. <laughs> You're number know, one in my I world. I know I am. Every day. It's Every fantastic. Day. Anywho. So and this this actually is another win in my cone. I'm okay. going to have to choke this one up as so, a win. So, you know how we say that all movies are either documentaries or prophecies or prophetic documentaries, right? Y'all or are, we believe they are. Right. Okay. And at some point they all work out. I shit. Even Jurassic Park might be coming to life. I I just heard about that one today too. Right with the guy yes. who's fucking walking the fuck? I know. I know. I don't I, anywho. Did you get that? No. I didn't I heard I like I heard it I, a while ago. But what? I, all right, we got to explain this because now we started something and people are going to be like, what the fuck? All right, so yes, dinos dinosaurs might be coming back. Please. I don't know. I heard this story about like someone saw like pterosaurs flying around over the ocean and then someone was like walking a dinosaur on a beach in California. Yeah, like literally they saw like with a leash? Not a not uh it was uh what's the winged one? The that's a pterosaur. No, it wasn't a pterosaur. Yeah, pterosaur. PT No, yeah. it was a fucking winged one. Oh pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. It was a pterodactyl that they saw flying over the ocean. They have pictures of it. It's online. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. It's real. There's a fucking pterodactyl flying over the ocean. I don't know how, but there's a fucking pterodactyl flying over the ocean. I mean, I, I, when I saw the picture, I was like, no, I don't want to believe this. And then I was like looking in the frame corners. Um, and like, I was looking for cuts. I was looking like somebody took like a picture of another bird and put something over on top. There were no cuts. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there going, wait a minute. Are we comp we are definitely in the end of times because there's no other way to explain this bullshit. All of the timelines have just Biden condensed like an fucking, accordion and they've all smashed into one. Oh my god, the 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 plague. I mean, we're going through the purge it's actually right an now. RC plane you can buy. I've I've heard that too, but Maybe. there was no RC planing going on there. Anywho, um it's very interesting. Whether or not Jurassic Park is coming to life or Jurassic World or fucking Dominion Jurassic World. Interesting they use the word Dominion in that title. But anywho, um Pelosi is a pterodactyl. Yes, she is. Tara is, is a pterodactyl. <laughs> wow. That was horrible. Okay. But do y'all remember the movie The Core? It was a terrible movie with Hillary Swank, who's a dumb bitch. But she's got big teeth like AOC, though. Yeah. Her and AOC could be sisters. And she's got short hair. Mm -mm. Anyhow, but um, 
the whole premise of the movie, the core, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, it's like fucking 15 years old. So I don't really care anyway, but the, the earth's core stops spinning, which means the whole earth is going to like blow up. Like the ozone layer is going to dissolve and like, you're going to have all kinds of earthquakes and end of times apocalypse shit. Right. Yeah. So they have to, in the movie, they have to drill a hole with a special ship all the way to the core and set off a whole bunch of nuclear bombs to get it spinning again. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. Totally. Okay. Anyway. So watch this clip. Because guess what? Flat is, Earth this is, is real, CNN, motherfuckers. Okay, this is gonna blow this your is mind. Fucking CNN. This will blow your mind. Flat Earth is real. No way, Mick. How do you say that? Well, this morning we are learning about a shift in the Earth's inner core that sounds like the plot of a Hollywood blockbuster. Scientists say our planet's solid core, which is actually disconnected from the rest of the Earth's layers, may actually have stopped rotating and could even reverse course. This is a new study. It was published Monday in the journal Nature Geoscience, and its authors, who are based in Beijing, took a very close look at the seismic waves from earthquakes that have passed through our planet's core since the 1960s, and that is how they were able to calculate the speed at which the inner core is spinning. Are you confused? I am. We're going to get to understand this a little bit better with our guest. Let's bring in Michio Kaku, who is a professor of theoretical physics at the City University of New York. Professor, good morning. Thank you. Morning. Glad to be on. What does this mean? Well, at first it sounds like... Let me go ahead and stop this guy right here. It means that the world's going to blow up. No, it doesn't. He is a professor of, of theoretical, theoretical physics, physics. Which means everything's a theory. He has it's no idea. It's a theory. He no has idea. no idea. Yeah, but go ahead. Keep going. It's from a Hollywood movie. Right. The script is, oh my God, the core of the earth is spinning backwards i mean this is worse than having a tsunami or an earthquake the stability of what you walk on is at stake now this report comes not from hollywood it comes from reputable scientists at beijing university that analyze nope. echoes nope done right there done nope can't can't listen a anymore reputable he just said a reputable out of china nope i can't listen anymore done mm-hmm. can't do it sorry don't believe it yep. there's no reputable scientists anyway but anyway the core of the earth that doesn't exist. If, if the core of the stopped earth spinning. stops spinning, okay, what it means is we, sh- we should be seeing all sorts of crazy shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing going on. It's flat earth. Mr. Miyagi totally did look good. He did really good. I, I didn't know that they were going to get Mr. Miyagi for this, but uh, he definitely Kaku little- used to be legit till uh, Epstein, like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hmm. Good job. That's the same country the Rona came from, right? Just making sure we, mm-hmm. we're still accurate on yes. what's going on out yes. there. Yes. Because you're yes. right. You're right, Tammy. Okay. This this one, this one is this one you're gonna love, babe. This what the fuck? This one oh, is this guy for again. You. He's the one talking about the website manipulation. The weather manipulation. Or weather manipulation. Laser weather manipulation. Yeah, he's talking about Jewish space lasers. Excellent. That's the guy that talks about Makaku is the guy that talks about the Jewish, Jewish space, space lasers. lasers. Fantastic. And how Marjorie Taylor Greene somehow controls all the Jewish space lasers in the world. I don't know how. I didn't know she was. Okay. I didn't think she was Jewish. Green, I mean, could be. Anyway, so ridiculous. I'm just amazed. I know. The, the Jews don't control them. The freaking Rock, Rockefellers do. Yeah, we know Everyone that. Everyone knows that. No, no, it's not the Rockefellers. It's the Rothschilds? No. It's the DOD? No. Huh. Uh, it's the other one, the uh, 
Space Force? No, see, um, Carnegie's. Carnegie's oh, the Carnegie's, the Carnegie's control the space they're, they're the ones that do all the space shit. They're the ones that have contributed everything. The Carnegie Mellon Space in Aeronautical Space Institute there you go. in Florida. Mm -hmm. Come on. Okay. Carnegie's are the ones that have been behind space. I they gotcha. believe in space. Yes. 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 Um, directed energy weapons. Yes. I don't. They do. Space Anyhow. is fake and gay. Did Russian construction workers really find one of the fallen angels? About three days ago on TikTok, this gentleman posted a very interesting video. The exact location of where the video took place is unknown. But what we do know is that it was somewhere in the Amur Oblast in Russia, near the city of Zia. In fact, in the video, it says they're within 340 kilometers of Zia. And what they allegedly dug up using an excavator is absolutely mind-blowing. And it should have the internet buzzing, but they've kept it under wraps up to this point pretty well. The fact that the video is in Russian probably has something to do with that. But I actually played the video and copied it to Microsoft Word and then used the translate tool. It's a rough translation, but it kind of gave you a gist of what was going on. In the video, it appears that two construction workers who work at a gravel pit seem to have stumbled upon this amazing, what looks like a statue. If you don't know what takes place at a gravel pit, they usually have a large excavator or loader digging up vast amounts of dirt, and then they dump them into what is behind this gentleman, a screener. The screener then separates the components of the dirt, making gravel, then they sell it. In watching the video, you can see that the men pose for a picture and cannot believe what they have found. They do talk about repenting and some energy that they feel emitting from it. They also state something very interesting. They state that the comrades are on the way, that there's helicopters en route to pick up the object as they were taking the pictures. So they wasted no time in reporting it to authorities, and the authorities wasted no time in sending choppers to get said object. Truly, we're probably lucky this leaked at all. But when watching the video, I want you guys to pay close attention to the finite detail. Also, I want you to take notice. These gentlemen look of average height, 5'8 to 5'10. This thing is on its knees. So it's massive in height. But no more wasting your time talking. I got to show you the video. Check it out. Разрыли экскаватором такую, но ну, я скажу эмоции просто не рассказать. Душа куда-то аж упрыгивает. Не знаю, конечно, не писать. Это просто не рассказать, почему так, что это такое. Ну там сейчас на вертолете прилетят все эти дела. И вот пока не приехали все эти товарищи с ребятами I feel weird. You need to hurry. One of the most amazing sculptures, if that's what it is, I've ever seen. Now, look at the finite detail, y'all as far as even the wrinkles in his robe. Did you notice the string over top of his brim? The strings seemingly petrified. Now, 
Could it be a sculpture? Or you already know where I'm going with this. Could it be a real petrified fallen angel? Not necessarily that he's even a fallen. He may or may not be bad. He may be a good fallen angel. But nevertheless, could it be that it was once a real being? 10 to 12 feet tall. Wings. Truly powerful. And somehow got petrified. Now, obviously, this is for entertainment purposes only. This may or may not be true. I present the information and let you decide. With that being said, look at the wings and the way they connect to the back. Very interesting. Very interesting. If somebody did sculpt this, wow, amazing finite detail. I mean, this sculpture is one of the most realistic I've probably ever seen. And the other question is, how the heck did it get buried? Wow. And that, my people, brings me to the question. Let me know what you think in the comments. Could this be an actual fallen angel? Uh, what the guys were saying um, in the video, uh, I'm going to scroll back so we can listen to it again so I can hear it for a second time because I do a lot better with translation second time. But one of the things they say that I thought was really weird when he starts walking around the backside here, right here. Yeah, I, I feel weird. He said, I feel weird. I have uh, I have a weird, um, my arm hurts. He said his arm hurt. The arm that was holding the camera. He said, my arm hurts. He's like, ah, I feel weird. My arm hurts. It's getting worse as I'm walking around to the back. But look at how tall she is. And I feel weird. She, he said, I, look how tall she is. And I feel weird. And then he talks about the wings. He said that those are those are real wings. I mean, you can't deny that those are wings. He said, I feel weird. We need to leave. We need to hurry up. We need to go. People are coming. Look at one of the things that's blowing my mind right now, and I keep going back to this, but look at the shield. Look yeah. at how big the shield is. Yeah. Look at how big that fucking shield is. That is no joke. That's at least a five foot, a four foot shield. Yeah. Who the fuck carries around a four foot fucking shield with them? You know how much metal that is? I can barely pick that bitch up. I put money on it. Not yet. Holy shit. Uh, did you get a picture? He said right there. He said, he said, I'm 69 centimeters tall or 69 meters tall. So not 69 meters tall or he would be uh what is it centimeters yeah he's 69 centimeters. centimeters tall so if he's 60 he's five eight he's five foot fucking eight how do i know because 68 centimeters is actually five foot eight so he's five foot fucking eight that thing's on its knees at five foot eight at another four feet at six foot tall that thing yeah because that's at least six feet yeah hmm Interesting. That is very, 
That's freaky. I know. That's I, fucking I thought, weird. I thought you liked that one. Ooh, that's yeah. a weird one. That's a fucking Sunday one. Mm-hmm. When, 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 did, when did Tuesday become church? Sunday's church. No, I know, but it was just, um, it kind of fell in line with the whole Russian thing. <sighs> wow. Because this guy. Yeah, the sword is almost five foot eight. You're yeah. right. You're right. The sword is almost five foot eight. Yeah. Sparky boy. Holy shit. Yeah, it's holding a sword. That's what's behind the shield. Yep. Uh, normally, what that is, that's in prayer. It's back in the day, the knights in prayer, uh, the Templar knights specifically, they would put their sword. Uh, there's two. You have two different handles on the back of a shield. You have two horizontal. You have two vertical. Okay, so you can grab it either direction. You can use it as a weapon or you can use it to defend yourself. Or you can put your sword in it. Or you put your sword right behind it and Mm -hmm. it holds your shield up while you stand, while you kneel behind it and pray. Mm -hmm. And the cross gave that extra added ornament to a Christian who was going into battle. So it always worked out. Weird like that. Interesting. Anyhow. What is this? Mm. No idea, huh? No, I know what this is. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll play it. Yep. It's old. Played this before. Mm. Here we have. I know we have. I've seen that guy's beret before. I know. Okay. And their group, as it turns out, was gathering kids around Izum, little ones from two to six to seven years old, and was bringing them to that particular place. There they got undressed on the first floor, and on the second floor, they got carved up. Like they were either just kept in pits or taken out somewhere. And those guys, they, you know, they were talking about them, the kids, as if, as if they were slaughtering some livestock, like a piglet or a rabbit. They were like, yeah, we brought them as if it was some farm. You understand? Those implantations, they, they took organs. I had heard about it, but I didn't believe it. Until I was seeing all this with one's own eyes, one cannot comprehend it. But when you see it, you won't forgive. He's what? talking about, he's a Russian soldier talking about what he saw in Ukraine. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty disturbing. Kind yeah. of goes back to our original theory on things and what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Are you really bringing this fuck stick back on here? Hotep Jesus? No. No, no, it's just Hotep. It's, Hotep, oh, it's, just, it's, Hotep. Just, it's just Hotep Jesus. So there's no Tim No, because he says something really funny here. All right, good. Oh, what, you're going to treat me like gay? No, I like Hotep Jesus, though. No, I mean, did Hotep Jesus no. say that? Like, no, 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 Oh, no, you're no. going to treat me like no. yay? No, no, no. Oh, man, that would have been no. funny. I would have gotten a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh. About Russians. Russians are the black people of white people. <laughs> what, is that? What, is that? what does that mean? You're laughing, what but I don't even know what it means. Not a lot of Putin's like, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> They're the out group. <laughs> no, I mean, look, woke people say Slavic people are uh, are people of color. Yeah, well, so I, I mean, guess technically you're right. Like, even look at it from a resource perspective. You know, Russia is the Africa of Europe. They're very minimal rich, right? Like oil, like very know. big. Yeah, very cold though. Yeah. So 
if you look at how Russia, uh, how Africa is treated, Russia is getting the Africa treatment. We got to go in. We got to colonize. We have to take your assets and we have to divvy it up. It's just beautiful. I, I can't disagree with him. Nope. I, I think he's onto something. I think he's got. Hey, I fucked him. I, I, I really, I, I can't stand I, Tim Pool, but I like gun to despise I Tim Pool. I've, sto- I've stopped listening to him. You, you guys haven't heard me talk about him and since yay. Uh, like that whole yay thing just yep. that blew all that shit I know. up. I fucking it really did. Fuck all that crap. Yep. I uh ugh. I know. Um no, I I haven't I haven't even I don't even like listening. I mean, unless somebody's on there that I want to listen to. That's the only time I tune in now. I, don't I used even to tune in. in. I don't even tune in then. I, I used to tune in for fun mm-hmm. just to listen because yeah. he does have some points. Yeah. But after that whole yay thing, man, nope. he's become so uppity. Like he is Ugh, I, I just uh, fuck him. Yeah. Right, I'm done with him. I got you. Gone. Peace. Not a yep. not a podcast I watch anymore. Anyway, um, y'all are wondering what's going on with your money. What's going on with the the federal dollars, federal reserve note? The reserve note. I right heard now. some interesting theories today. Actually, one guy was like, oh, "I don't this. I don't think the dollar is going to crash for 10, 15 years at least." Someone else is like, oh, no, they're they're storing Bitcoin and like they dropped Bitcoin. So all the elites could buy it and Bitcoin's going to go back up to 100,000. No one fucking knows. Honestly, no one knows. Everybody has a different theory about what's going to happen and no one actually knows. I personally, I believe in hard currency. That's what I believe That's in. You want to know what runs the world? Hard currency. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to make somebody do something for you? Show them some, flash some cash in front of them. They'll fucking do it. I don't know how many people. And I, I bet a lot of our, our viewers do, and I bet a lot of our listeners do, but I bet a lot of you people go to ATM machines still. I bet you take cash out, don't you? I am big on it. I go in, mm-hmm. I'll take out cash in the beginning of the week and I'll keep that cash with me for the whole week okay. and I'll spend it, but I'm big on cash. I want cash. I don't want credit. I don't no, want checks. I gave him a credit card and he maxed it out on like one trip to Vegas. It was done. Well, you expected anything different? I mean, it out was of a man kind going of to like Vegas? the family credit card, but you know. You didn't say that. You just gave it to me. Yeah. It said go. Make it happen. Not exactly, but okay. What is going on right now with our Federal Reserve note? What is going on right now is that paper is paper currency never works. It always crashes. And we are just at the moment that we have the time to convert that to treasury dollars. And this is exactly what um, what Ronald Reagan was trying to do when he did a study and he found out that 100% of our income taxes are leaving the country and going to the bankers. Uh, that's what John F. Kennedy was doing. And John F. Kennedy, um, he had accessed the wealth of the world and the gold that we're supposed to have. The Federal Reserve does not have the gold that the United States is supposed to have backing its dollar. That gold is there, but it's not going to be backing the Federal Reserve note. And so we have got to transition very quickly to the real currency in the United States. And Ronald Reagan printed that currency. It's there waiting for us. And we just simply have to exchange it very simply. And and we will not um, have any economic dislocation. Otherwise, you better believe this country is not going to have any more military might. If we stay with a Federal Reserve note, we will have lost our standing 
completely. As it is right now, the Federal Reserve note is no longer what's called international reserve currency. That means that the countries are using other currency in their international trade. The BRICS countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, that's 25% of trade. They're not using the dollars with their own trade. And 133 developing countries, that's the group of 77, um, they've announced that they're not going to be using dollars in their international trade. Now, one of the things, getting back to um, what I was doing at Yale Law School, um, between my junior and senior year, I wrote a paper on how that coalition of the developing countries called the G77 was um, was developing. I went to the UN between my junior and senior year in um, at Yale, and I wrote a, a 200-page paper on that. I think that was also one of the reasons. I was brought to the World Bank by Ibrahim Shihada. He was um, an Egyptian lawyer who had been the general counsel of OPEC. That's the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries. And um, he might have realized that, um, that I was somebody who was very interested in the real mission of the World Bank. Now, the World Bank has been hijacked. It's been hijacked by um, a group that is called the Network of Global Corporate Control. It is a, a group that was studied by three mathematicians at the Federal Institute of Technology, and they found out that this group controls 40% of the assets of the 43,000 com companies on the capital markets. And um, what it does is it takes the same directors and puts them on interlocking boards. So they have 10 times their economic might. I and see. they didn't think anybody was going to find out about them, but we did. And this group has come into the World Bank, and it's also come into the United States, and it's done something called state capture. It is buying off the politicians. What they do is they print dollars, and they spend them to buy the politicians. They get to keep the difference between the amount that it costs to print the dollars and the face amount of the dollar. And then, to add insult to injury, they charge us interest on country debt. That's called usury. That means that people are working three months out of the year to pay the bankers on a scam. They have no right to keep that seniorage. And any president that tried to end that scam, that's what happened to Abraham Lincoln. That's why he was shot. So any president that tried to end that scam um, was sent off. And people have said, well, Karen, if, if they can get rid of presidents, how come you're still around? And the reason is first of all, because I have just been following the rule of law. It wasn't very easy to get rid of me. And frankly, the problem isn't something that I've invented. It's a real problem. So if you get rid of me, you haven't gotten rid of the problem. You have just exposed the problem. And they were trying to cover it up. So it wasn't going to help them. <laughs> I believe that lady. That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. And that that group that she described the um, the ones the, that are just the, bankers. The network that are, of think of, about Carnegie. The network fucking, of global corporate control. They're the same companies that funded World War II, that funded the Nazis. The Carnegies, the Rockefellers, the same ones. The same ones that they're have been the same ones that have Joe been behind Biden it from the beginning to spy on America. He's just making money. All, all he's doing. You know what? This is why Joe Biden doesn't feel bad. This is why he doesn't feel bad. I swear to God.
He's doing this just because everybody else before him's done it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else before him has done it. And you just heard that lady. Every time there was a president in history that stepped up and said, no, I no, won't take your money. What happened? They shot him. They killed him. JFK. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. That goes way the fuck back. Yep. Go ahead. Tell me again how that this all isn't connected. And it's it's been the same families going all the way back. John Wilkes Booth had a connection to the Rockefellers, <laughs> I believe. Rothschilds. Uh, he was a Rothschild. Okay. <clears throat> he was, uh, I don't know, sponsored by Rothschild. Something some like, that. like that. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, we got to go. But no, but when Reagan tried to do it, they tried to shoot him. Remember, he got shot. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Reagan did try to walk us back from it. And when they took a shot at him, he said, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. No, I value my life more than everybody else's. AKA BlackRock, Vanguard, Vanguard, JP Morgan Chase, Raytheon, Lockheed, Brown and Root, it's Kellogg, Brown and Root. all the same companies. They just going. changed their names. It's all the same people. It's all the same families. They've been behind it from the very beginning. No, I don't think Lincoln was a scumbag. I think Lincoln was the one that was trying to pull us away from all that. And they killed him for it. And they tarnished his name in a way that it's very hard to do. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to tarnish his name, but they, they still did it to a degree that now they made you think that he was a scumbag, Dierkin. So there's a lot of questionable shit there. Yeah. Good night, Craig. Uh, enjoy your evening. Sir. Yeah. It's super late over there. It is. Anyhow. Uh, we ought to get out of here though. Yep. Um, we will be back tomorrow night. What mm-hmm. is our featured sponsor tonight? Featured sponsor is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Seriously. Turn your fiat cash into hard silver gold. They're amazing over there. Go to defiantsilver.life, defiantsilver.life. And um, it's that's our affiliate link. It'll bring you right over to their page. You guys have any, you know, seriously, anything that you can turn into silver. You got a couple hundred bucks, fuck, turn it into silver. Do it. Seriously. Like even that. if you can get a couple rounds and you can throw them in a safe somewhere and you can hold on mm-hmm. to them, fucking do it. Yep. Uh, it doesn't make any sense not to. And honestly, there was a a a couple months there where it was really hard. The supply was really low and everybody was, was buying up silver. Um, that's kind of past right now. So like the, the silver, the hard silver supply is starting to stock back up a bit. It's getting easier to find. And most people are broke after Christmas. So they're, they're not looking to buy silver right now. Now is um, the time. There's not so much a rush on it as there has been in the past few months. So yeah, now is the time. It's the point where the premiums have started to come down. Um, there was a time when like your the spot price, not with Dr. Kirk, because they he has a flat um eight percent, but um there was a time some places like the spot price would be worth would cost more than the freaking silver. silver. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh but now it's that that's coming down and yeah, it's Now's the time to buy. So defiantsilver.life. And, get out uh, there and get yeah. you some. Exactly. Might as well. Okay. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, mm-hmm. 545 for the uh, lounge, for Liana's yeah. lounge. Did you uh, clear this? The... Oh, I didn't. No. Did I? Thank you, Just Jim. Thank you. Oh, I yeah. will. Uh, Appreciate I will the reminder do there. That. I will do that right now. So mm-hmm. to hook you all up over on the pilled side. Yep. Release the scratching. Uh, I shall. It, it has Miss Ferris picture up. Yeah, you see it. Good job. 
All right. Excellent. Scratch and released. You got the rest of the time. There it goes. See, Liana? Got it. I'm good for it now. Mm -hmm. I just, sometimes you got to remind me. I'll be honest. Uh, Tammy, I had a a story about that, about Dr. Simone getting kicked off the doctor's board. That's actually, that's fake news, I think. So there's been a lot of back and forth, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. Um, Because we got to go. So, so either way, uh, check us out tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern for the beginning of the show. If you just, you don't want to tune in for. It does really look like him, doesn't it? What? The angel behind us looks like the, the statue they found. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Who said that? Sparky. Hmm. Anyhow. Hmm. All right. It does. does. Yeah. Either way, uh, you can check us out tomorrow night, 6 p.m. again. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night, fuckers. Have a great night. Mm-hmm. And uh, try to keep your heads down in this craziness. No kidding. No shit. We yep. got to change our outro, I think, again. McCarthy was right. <laughs> it's a scary thought, isn't it? Right. It's fucking really scary when All you right. say McCarthy's right. Uh, for Vila, not Kevin McCarthy. I mean the original McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy was right, not Ooh, McCarthy is right. Powerball, 650 million plus. I, you're damn right I am. I only go, I only Now I only play when it goes over 500 million. I mean, because otherwise, what's the point, right? Exactly. You know, a million's it. nothing. Anyway. Either way, you all have a great night for the Mick. And Vila. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching.